Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, good evening, as it is in deepest, darkest Scotland. Uh, Scotland may be a little bit deeper and darker this evening as well than it was maybe 24, 48 hours ago. Um, Scott, you probably heard these words um, many times in the last few hours coming from Andy. Hmm. Does it get any better? You know, when you if, if you heard the clip just now, which I guess you did, um, does your heart sort of race? Does it go in your mouth? Does does emotion come over you? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's more of a like it's it's weird to. I mean, I I, I don't want to try and uh, speak for 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 every every Andy Murray fan out there at all. But I think I think for me, it's more just like you know, but because it's been coming for so long, it's been it's been it's been it's been like you know, reference has been asked of him. It's 
you know, it's almost been a, like a consistent conversation um, in the last like few years. Um, it, 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 it almost, I just felt a little bit like empty today uh, in the last kind of few hours, really uh, just kind of a little bit despondent. Um, and I think, I, I don't know if uh, like, so, so this conversation, what I think you're like, you're referring to early uh, or like, the, the 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 comment he made after his match that he won um a few days ago uh when he uh he said uh, just flippantly at the end of his encore interview uh that um he'd keep trying his best over these last few months um mm-hmm. and obviously there was a big conversation on 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 online about what he meant by that if you know it was just you know a kind of flippant comment you know last month could mean a year do you know what i mean um and then obviously following his match today where yeah obviously you know um he lost to to a very good opponent but he really wasn't you know at his best uh as 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 we've seen him um and yeah and then and then to obviously see him announcing that uh it's it's likely it's likely that he won't be playing past the summer is i i guess kind of a you know okay this is where we're at now um uh, I, I do, I do, I do enjoy. I do enjoy very much, and it's very handy to leave the door open uh, to the possibility that uh, maybe he will uh, keep playing past the summer. Maybe a miracle will happen. Maybe lightning will strike at Wimbledon, and he wins the entire tournament. And he's like, "Oh, well, I'll play for another two years, three years, four years, five years." Um, but it is that kind of. I've I've never seen a more realistic tennis player than Andy Murray. Uh, towards the end of his career in these last few years like this is exactly the end of a career that we knew we would get from him from him and it's exactly the kind of emotions that i expected to be feeling just a sort of emptiness of of the fact that very soon we're not going to see we're not going to see him on court again so yeah i am i am a little bit emotional won't i i do feel the emotions right now but that's okay that's what tennis players do to us right yeah indeed i can imagine um uh, it's good to see you in the chat and it's good to see you for a few reasons one because you provided us with video content uh but also in a way we've got this sort of not quite confirmation but we've got a lot more solidity to what he said on court yesterday today and yes. uh, i want to flesh it out for some of those tuning in because of course i think he would have been asked about this yesterday if it wasn't for the fact that i, I know exactly how these things work and and, mm. and Shrihui basically told me as well that the reason he didn't get asked is because he's giving those comments on court whilst the journalists are racing to the press room because they are given sometimes quite short notice. So they're racing to the press room. He's given these on court quotes, but the, the journalists are not aware of these quotes when hmm. 10 minutes later he walks into the press room. Otherwise, we would have got a little bit more solidity yesterday, but we've got it now. Um, sure. Scott, um, there is something else that I, I, I want to address is that I think for me, the Australian Open loss he had in the first round and then some of the losses he's had since have been also an indication that this is coming. I mean, whether he said what he said yesterday on court, I mean, there was the article as well on uh, in the BBC website. I know it upset a few people, including Andy himself, but there has been a, a, a drip feed of results this yes. year that has led i'm sure to andy uh making this decision if you like and also a drip feed to the watching audience right 
Yeah, I mean, it 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 has just been a kind of steady, uh, like almost like a downhill kind of slope, really. Um, if if we think back, he reached a handful of ATP tournament finals in the last few years. Um, the last of which was maybe a year ago, uh, just over a year ago. Um, and at, at that point, we were like, you know what, he's 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 kind of close. Like he's kind of close. Um, he's he's you know. You know, he's, he's 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 a match away. He's a match away from getting an ATP title there. Um, but I think I think it's a manner in which he lose he lost those kind of events that really kind of started this kind of downhill trend. Like uh, I recall, he played a final against um, Daniel Medvedev, and he got beat fairly convincingly in that final because uh, obviously Daniel Medvedev is a fantastic player. But it was a fairly convincing straight sets loss. And then, yeah, just kind of from then on, it's just been a steady, steady, real stream of. I think, I think the in my recollection, the best he's gotten kind of since those finals, maybe a third round appearance somewhere, maybe a third round appearance, mm. and that is just really not gonna do anything for him. Like it's not gonna do anything for him. And I think, like I, I've written before that I think we're long past the point of saying. Oh, but he can keep playing until he, you know, he should just go out there. He should just go out there and just go out there. And it's just like it, it, he's 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 loving it. He's enjoying it. He's enjoying it. And I think there just comes a point where like love can only take you so far. And do you know what I mean? Like th- th- there comes a point where it's like th- this guy used to be in the final of these things. This guy used to be the favorite for these sort of tournaments. And to 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 no longer be in that position, you know, is and even like pe- the people is like, oh, you should drop down to challenger level. He did that. He did that. He dropped down to challenger level and won three titles there and then came back to the ATP level and just realized that maybe it's not there anymore, you know? And I think that's what he's realizing just steadily over the last kind of few weeks, really, is that, yeah, steadily it's not it's, it's not there for him anymore. And I think you're right. I think the uh, Australian Open, I think he maybe was starting this year thinking, I'm doing well. I can, let's let's see. Let's see how this translates on the court. And then, yeah, just, it's, it's just not there anymore for him. And that's sad, but it's a way that, a lot of tennis players go at the end of their career. So that's, I think, where we find ourselves, rather, unfortunately. Um, the last five years since the sort of return after the the hip issue has mm. seen him, of course, have a, a title in Antwerp. Um, yes. Some epic wins, of course, just over a year ago in Australia. There have been uh, shoots of optimism as well, even in the last sort of 12 to 18 months that have, that have led people like me, but even more so, I'm sure, the Maui fan base to think, oh, he could have... like So this time last year, I was looking at the US Open of 2022, where I know he lost to Berrettini, but, you know, Berrettini in that particular moment was a was a Grand Slam contender. And in fact, there were shoots of optimism even during that match that a, a comeback could have been on the cards. And if you're competing with Matteo Berrettini at a Grand Slam in what I think was the third round, then why not get to a second week? Why not make a quarterfinal of a, of a Grand Slam? Then, of course, we saw the end of 2022, beginning of 2023. We saw the performances where he ends up beating Matteo Berrettini uh, in a five-set epic. And then, obviously, also beating Kokinakis and, you know, losing okay in four sets. But that was okay, if you like, against um, uh, Bautista Agut. And then, of course, you mentioned the final run in Doha a year ago. And if you're doing this and you're getting these kinds of results against these kinds of opponents, then it's not nonsensical to go, you know what, 
at his best slam uh, uh, with the right conditions and a half-decent draw where at this time a year ago we were thinking he could be seeded for Wimbledon, meaning he would avoid the big guns until the third or fourth round. You know, why not make the quarterfinals? And if you're in the quarterfinals and you're playing Safiulin as, as it could be, you know, why not make a semi-final? We're not quite going as far as saying a final or a win, but why not one have one last hurrah? But the last three months, I mean, I'm thinking about some of those Dimonor defeats as well, which you yeah. must want to just put a picture of Dimonor on a dartboard and throw, <laughs> throw certain things at it, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like even I think it's even worth mentioning his uh, is 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 uh, Wimbledon run last year um, when he lost to um, Sitspas. Yeah. Uh, like he, th there's been there's been signs, you know. There's been signs that, like if he'd won that Sitspas match, he would have been in the s second week of Wimbledon. You know that yeah. that that, that would have been him. Um, so yeah, I mean there there has been, but then I think I think th there was a quote like towards the end of last year from him that said, "I'm going to see how like the next kind of few months go." Um, and I think I think that's exactly what we've seen. He's he's seen how the last few months have went, <laughs> and just I think realized. And I also uh, I, I I guess I think I'd also highlight the fact that I think he's just sick and tired of it. Like I think he's tired of it now. Um, his 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 quote there, I think, like the highlight where where he obviously he goes, he says, "I don't plan on playing much past the summer," and then directly immediately jumped in and said, "I'm just sick of these questions, sick of answering." I know, questions. but um, the problem is, Scott, though, I know, is that I him saying that is going to yeah. now bring on a thousand questions over the next few weeks. For sure, absolutely, and I think this is something I spoke about on uh, the the a recent episode of Murray Musings. My oh, I think you've got a podcast, Scott. I didn't. Uh, I didn't of course, that. yes. <laughs> this is something I spoke about on there. He's just the most contradictory of players, Andy. Like he's just a ridiculously contradictory player. Because of course, of course, of course, people are going to ask him about uh, you know his future in the game if he is on court making comments like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, or I'm done here, or this sport isn't for me anymore. Like, and yes, he referenced that a little bit the other day when he was like, you know, things I say on the court don't always make sense. It's like, right, well, yeah, but like, you're going to be asked about it. You're going to be, you are going to be asked about it. That's like the journalist's job to be like, Andy, Andy, what did you mean there when you say, oh, I want to end this career. I want to finish tennis. I'm, I'm planning to retire. Do you know what I mean? Like people are going to ask stuff about that. Um, but that's also why we love him is that he's just the most frustrating of, of of players because you know he changes his mind all the time he goes back and forth on his ideas he he doesn't know what he's doing half the time he retired yeah. once and then changed his mind to come back and play more tennis like he's he's like all of us he changes his mind all the time he's not sure what he wants he's not sure what he's doing and i think he's just a bit scared of finishing his career because i don't know if he knows or has any clue maybe he does more now but i'm not sure if he does know what he's going to do without tennis without professional tennis and i think maybe that's held him in the game a bit longer too so I don't know. There's just so much questions around his every move at the moment, and I think he might just be a bit tired of it, which is, I think, what we're seeing here. So, yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, to me, he looked a little bit off the pace in Australia, which is the first time I would say that. I mean, off the pace against Bautista Agut after you've spent 12 hours on court in the previous two rounds, that's kind of all right, and you still get you still push it to four sets in in the third round of a of a major. But off the pace in the first round against the Argentinian, whose name escapes me in, in Australia this year. Um, oh, don't ask me. I'm, I'm bad. I'm bad with names other than Andy's. Yeah. Like Andy uh, Lewis. Andy Lewis. Lewis. Was it he lost to in the first round? Yes, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will correct So anyway, uh, thanks, James, as well. I've got someone here. James, by the way, James, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you click that subscribe button um, and enjoy what, what we've got left of Andy's career. Uh, what Talking of which... 
uh, there is sort of three or four trains of thought if this is the last few months. I, I think it's interesting that he used the last few months. He didn't say this is my last year on tour like a lot of tennis players would because, you know, Andy, Andy would obviously ring three particular events coming up. And he sort of talked about the summer, which as well means, you know, that's obviously, you know, Wimbledon is in that conversation. Uh, the Olympics is obviously in that conversation and the US Open can, can be squeezed in as well because, you know, summer certainly can, can go over into September, particularly in New York. But, you know, we've got, so he might not make the Olympic team, which I think is a distinct possibility. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Draper and, and Evans and, 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 and I don't know what the double scenario would be. I don't know how exactly the permutations would work out. I think if he's el eligible for it, that may well be the end rather than 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 um, uh, the US Open. But equally, if he doesn't make the team, Wimbledon's not a bad inning. I, I, I see the US Open as being the third most likely of the three to be his sort of goodbye. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Like I saw some people, you know, referencing the US Open as a possibility. And of course, you know, people are like, oh, it was where he won like the juniors and then he where he won his first major. And it's like, well, yeah, but like Wimbledon is Wimbledon. Like Wimbledon and Andy Murray are so kind of tightly entwined with each other. Like surely that would make the most sense. But then the Olympics, of course, as well. And he even said, I think there was a quote from him uh, before this match where he gave an interview saying that he would love to play the Olympics uh, one more time. Um, yeah. But then you're right. Like I, I also don't think that he would want to be selected if there were better players at the time. I, I don't think I don't think he would want a sympathy uh, vote to to go to the Olympics. And I just don't think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he would want to do that. Of course, it would be nice, but also, um, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think he would want it to like just as a, a, cons a no. consolation just as a chance to retire. And his actually. Olympic story's been written. That that box yeah. has been ticked. It's done. You know, mm -hmm. whatever, whether whether he lost in in straight sets in in the first round or mm -hmm. or, or whatever happened at, at Roland Garros, uh, doesn't really affect his Olympic um, legacy, if you like. Uh, obviously, having got gold in in London in in 2012, and um, didn't he get gold in 2016 in in Rio as well? Was it? He did indeed. He picked up also a, a, a mixed silver as well, which people often overlook the mixed the mixed yeah. double silver medal that he got in 20. Um... I mean, his Olympic legacy is greater than Rafa's, Rogers, and and Novak put together. As I, like to, as I like to say many times, so I I think listen, it, uh, winning a match at Wimbledon uh, would be amazing. That will obviously depend on who he plays in the first round, of course. Um, that would just be an amazing way, and then obviously, you know, some kind of glorious defeat. Uh, at somewhere that would just be a, a, a marvelous end to what's been a, a marvelous career. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think, oh, like, I think that's also like the part of 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 this entire thing where, again, it's it's a very Andy way to end this, uh, to, to to end his career with a, a big question mark. Okay, Andy, but like, where are you going to do it? Like, 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 where is he going to do it? And I, I feel, I feel like part of it, I feel like part of it will, will kind of rest, you know, you know, if he goes to Wimbledon, right. And he reaches what, like the second round or the third round or something. And he has, as you say, like a really good loss. I think he might just come off court and just be like, that's me. Do you know? Like, I think, yeah. I think he might just say that's, that's me done. You know, like that's me finished. I don't think I've, I, I, I don't know. I don't envisage him being like, 
before Wimbledon, oh, this is my last tournament, by the way. I don't, I, I just, I think he's just going to see. He's just going to see. Uh, he doesn't plan on playing past this summer, but that could mean any kind of, as you say, like any array of events. Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't see him like going to Cincinnati and retiring there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I don't see that happening. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously Wimbledon is like the, 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 the place. Um, but I, th- I think he's just going to wait and see, isn't he? Uh, you know, if he plays Wimbledon and has an absolute crushing defeat as well, I think also that could go one or two ways. Could be, oh, I, I want a tiny bit more. I want to try and, you know, show, show something left. Or he might just be like, that's me done. That's me finished as well. So I think it could go in a few different ways. I, I mean, by by Wimbledon, he may have a clearer idea on, on where he's at in terms of the Olympics because that will just be a couple of weeks away. Um, yeah. So, you know, of course, as, as, he, as he's basically... Because he also said in the press conference, he said he'd like to do one more French Open, and I do expect that to happen. Uh, mm. This time last year, that was a conversation as well that was being had. I remember being in a press conference where actually his indecision was both shown and, and spoken about amongst the, the journalists, which were saying that, you know, because he just couldn't make his mind up. And this is in May of last year in Madrid, just a few weeks away from the French Open. Just could Because he said he would like to do one more French Open a year ago. Um, but then he also, at that point, was on the as, as, was on the verge of winning uh, a couple of challenges. One of which, of course, was in Surbiton on grass, and there was a lot of optimism going into Wimbledon. So I think by by then it was like, you know what, I want to put all my eggs in, understandably, in the Wimbledon basket. And he even yeah. played, I think, that Surbiton tournament in the second week of the French Open. This week, this year, it's a slightly different narrative, and it's like, you know, I want to say goodbye at one or two of these places that I've been at and had some either some success in, in Roland Garros or obviously a lot of success at Wimbledon. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, it kind of feels it's... Yeah, like the whole kind of like Roland Garros thing is interesting because, I mean, like obviously he's going there predominantly for like a goodbye. Like, I, I mean, I don't know about... Um, I'm, I'm, I've never been the most optimistic of Andy fans. I'm always kind of like the Debbie Downer, but like he is... He, Come on, realistically, he's going to go there and get beaten in the first round. <laughs> like he yeah. is, like that is what's going to happen. Okay. He wants to say goodbye. Okay. It's okay. And, and 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 in fact, you know, in a way, uh, him losing in the first round at Roland Garros is yeah. is okay because then maybe he will then end up playing Surbiton, the, the challenger, yeah. a week later if he if he's if he's got the energy for that, which will then put him in a in a reasonable sort of grass court condition to get a win or two at Wimbledon. So. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, an, an epic five-set win over Jaime Munar in the first round at Roland Garros might be fun, but it might, you know, he could end up then getting injured in the second round and having no farewell at Wimbledon at all. Yeah, I think it's also worth pointing out, like somebody pointed out on uh, on, on Twitter today, uh, that it's, um, I think it may have been Dry Volley's uh, Rashmi, if uh, she, she's a big uh, Andy Murray fan on there. Um, she... Uh, Says on the lines of she, she really enjoyed how Andy um, Andy's still playing challenger events. Like he's he's booked in to play a challenger event. I think in the second weekend in Wales. Like so he's obviously like planning, trying to get himself into some sort of a form to finish his career in some sort of a form. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's just nice. It's most it's the most Andy Murray way to like he just loves his game. So he's going to drop down a level even in the last few months of his career, even when he could realistically get a handful of final wild cards for like the biggest events and just focus on those he's still gonna you know go and play a uh go play a wee challenger somewhere it's just a question for me here uh yeah I'm it looks like it. yeah it's wimbledon this year am i gonna try and get to wimbledon this year my gosh i mean I, I i would love to i would love to it all comes down to cost really for me um i've actually uh 
I don't know if I, maybe I think of saying this on here would be fine. I've, I've applied to try and work there uh, at Wimbledon, uh, the Wimbledon tournament this year. So if anybody's in the chat who knows anybody else, or uh, <laughs> put a good word for me. Uh, can you say any more, or is that all you can say, Scott? Well, it, it's it's one of the, to be honest, the rules were, were open for everyone. So I hope other people maybe saw them as well. They're like media rules, I think, come along. Okay. Um, for for everyone, and um, Wimbledon kind of advertises them every year. They're kind of entry level, kind of media opportunities for people obviously yeah. interested in tennis. And I think there was like a broadcast assistant one, which is one of the ones I went for. And then there was other opportunities too. So potentially work in the event would be amazing. Um, obviously as a fan, I would love to. I would love to go. But to get to Wimbledon is it, it, it's a cost, and it's you know a lot of time, especially coming from Scotland and stuff. But it's Andy's last tournament, so I would love to be there in some capacity. We'll see. Um, we'll see. I would love to, but. It's all up um, Maybe one more for the road. Uh, Sean here asking about will Scotland produce another Maui in our lifetimes? Um, I, I, I would love to think so. I, 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 I would love to believe. I mean, another Maui is three times Grand Slam winner. I mean, very few yeah. countries produce one of those. Never mind countries are small. Scotland. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just don't know. Um, uh, I've been lucky enough to have a few conversations with uh, with judy uh, murray about it um, and his mom um, yeah and she like uh, you know she's actively been you know spoken out about the kind of you know her her, her disappointment in in terms of like the, the legacy that andy might leave here and um, because it's just not been it's not been it's not been carried through by the people in charge of tennis and in Scotland, um, the LTA haven't really like backed it up too much. There goes my chances of getting that Wimbledon job. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I, to be honest, I don't see it. Like, yeah, we're gonna have some good players here and there, I would think, but I just don't know if Scotland is set up. Um, I think it should have been obviously while Andy is, was at the top of the game, like it should have been like, oh yeah, Scotland can do this. But unfortunately, we'll, we'll have a few odd good players i would think but i just don't see another scotland wimbledon champion anytime soon to be honest i don't know if anybody else can maybe disagree with me and name somebody who we should look out for but i just, I just in the comment it. section below if you're watching retrospectively do that and also uh give scott mm. a follow on twitter at barkley card 18 i have no idea where he came up with that uh name by the way barkley card 18 i don't know if it's <laughs> no, on your I'll tell people right now i i i used to get called when i was at school i used to get called barkley card because that's my second uh, name. Okay. I mean, um, I know she's saying, yeah. And Barclay cards, like, you know, they're like Barclays Bank. So, like, I think that was like Barclay, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even with, I don't even have a Barclays Bank account, but <laughs> that was where it came from. Uh, and I just ran with it. But if Barclays um, well, both sponsor this YouTube channel and, of course, your yeah. podcast and fund your trip to Wimbledon, then I would or love the other bank. In fact, I'm I, sure I, we can change I would it love to that. And, and HSBC if necessary. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll, take any, we'll take anything that we can get. Um, can I say, John, before we wrap up, can I give a massive, like, plaudits to yourself, like, uh, to, to, to Talking Tennis? Because I, I don't know, folks, uh, everyone in the chat, anyone who's watching, if you've tuned in to, to, to what kind of John's been doing. But, like, it's, it's, been, it's been fantastic. Like, the amount of kind of opportunities you've been able to give people who have been you know following and, and, and working alongside yourself collaborating with you get getting press credentials for different tournaments it's it's been crazy crazy and that, that I, I can't imagine the amount of work that's been taken you and um, so massive shout out massive applaud is to yourself because it's and, uh, it's and on the upward trajectory so it's, yeah it's nice, it must be part of it as well it must be part of it. it's been great it's been great so far scott and a, and a big thanks to all of those that have that have been 
various parts of the world. I think on mm. one or two days in the last few weeks, we've had three different people in three different parts of the world uh, producing nice. content for us. So that's been great. And right now, of course, Shrihui is in Dubai. Well, that's where he lives, he but he's is. also been attending the tournament there and mm. uh, providing us content, including uh, the sure. content which was coming out today regarding um, Andy's retirement. Any final word before we end this stream on a, I mean, a slightly dour, but sad, but but hopefully some sort of optimistic tone regarding the next few weeks? Sure. I I, I would just say, let's let's try and enjoy it, right? Um, I've always said that. There, there's going to be, I've always said there's going to be a time where Andy Murray doesn't, isn't an active tennis player anymore, and we're going to miss him. Um, and we are, like, we are, regardless of how much we enjoy and squeeze the life out of these last few months to... Uh, to, to watch him and appreciate him like we're still gonna miss him we are gonna miss him um you know there's gonna be a my gosh like what if like 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 what what if we capitalize on him what if we had a huge amount of more tennis players from scotland but the reality is we're not gonna have we're unlikely to have somebody of andy murray's caliber like to watch again like i, I just from from scotland and i just i think we owe it to ourselves to appreciate and enjoy what what we have left of him um he did everything that we'd ever asked him to as well. Like he did everything that anybody could have ever asked of him. There's always going to be a few what ifs he played in a different era. He could have won more, but like, what's the point in that? Like he 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 did everything he set out to do, I think. Um, and yeah, let's let's sit back and let's enjoy it together these last few months. Yeah, world number one, three times Grand Slam winner, uh, multiple uh, gold winning and silver medal winning at doubles, uh, Andy Murray. Yeah few more weeks uh, maybe or a few more months with with andy on court so a few more months for you to continue with your murray musings podcast and i don't know maybe you can evolve it into a sort of re you can do some sort of retrospective stuff on there which i'm sure you've done already but i'm sure you'll find another sure. way of keeping that pod going for for a yeah. while more yet um scott big thanks for coming on today thanks john cheers appreciate it uh make sure you check out scott on twitter at barkley card 18 also check out murray musings with him claire and uh peter uh, give their podcast a follow and a listen and also popcorn tennis as well i know keen to have people writing so if you're in the live yeah. chat we're watching if you're watching retrospectively get in the comment section below if you've got any questions about popcorn murray musings or anything I'm i mean you could ask me about a recipe for cottage pie <laughs> if you do that i'm thinking to myself why are you asking a tennis podcast when there's a thing called google out there but but whatever we'll still try and do our best and probably some sort of haggis recipe as well uh recipe using haggis i should say rather than the recipe for haggis itself anyway listen uh listen we've got to go uh scott's got thing to do i don't but we're still going to finish this stream big thanks again scott and um we'll speak to each other soon we'll speak soon john cheers bye if you enjoyed this video make sure you hit that like button don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis match from his side, he served well, um, didn't give me too many free points, you know, he plays very offensive tennis and um, he's obviously playing extremely well, you know, the last six months or so and you know, not, not as many sort of errors as, you know, as before, um, yeah, it was also not best pleasing to have played on my side of the court, I could have done a better job to make it harder for him. Just to follow up on something you said on court last time, which we couldn't hear because we were down here, yeah. and you said the last few 
was your, what were, were you really referring to you thinking of stopping in a few months or can you elaborate a little bit on what you meant? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm likely not going to play past the summer. Um, you know, I get asked about it after every single match that I play, every single tournament that I play. Um, and it's it, I'm, I'm bored of the question, um, to, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not going to talk more about that um, between now and whenever the, the time comes for me to stop. But yeah, I don't plan on playing much past this summer. And can you just reflect on how important it is to have your family or your dad that we saw in the crowd in Dubai? How crucial is it for you to have them on tour with you and the support that they give you? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's been really important for me. I've, I've always been very lucky because my brother is, um, you know, on, on the tour, so I thought he's always had sort of well, had a, a family presence with me for most of my career and then obviously my mum has you know an involvement in, in the sport which you know takes her to some tournaments um, that we're at anyway and also she chooses to come and you know travel with us certainly more um, in the last few years um, you know she, she's come along to, to support and yeah I think it helps I think all of the players would say the same thing um, you know Tennis can be quite quite a lonely sport um, at times, so the support of your your team, um, you know, that you have around you is extremely important. And you know, when your family are able to travel or come come along and watch it, you know, it does help. Annie, a match, a match like today, where well, like you said, where he's you know winning the points and putting things away. Uh, not giving you cheap points. How is that easier to to take in and digest, uh, uh, rather than a close finish in, at, at this stage of your career? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's easier. Like last week, obviously, I lost a very close match, and you know, immediately after the match, there's probably more disappointment because you're so close to winning. Um, but when you reflect on it, like actually, you know, played a, a decent match there. You know, played played relatively well. Um, and yeah, so after a few days, probably easier to you know to get over and probably feel a bit better about your game than you know. Whereas you know today, well, maybe there's less disappointment because you're far away from from winning the match, but. But would imagine in a couple of days I'd be looking back going, yeah, you know, that was a great, great match from my end. Uh, uh, I know Olympics is uh, very important to you, so uh, what is your goal in the Olympics? Is it just to represent your country or is there some uh, goals and medal uh, you want to achieve? And uh, if you were to favor either world and or the Olympics, which would you choose? Look, I mean, in tennis, I mean, Wimbledon's not not by everyone, but a lot of people is considered to be the biggest biggest tournament um, in the sport. And being being British, uh, you know, Wimbledon's obviously an extremely special tournament. Um, 
So I mean, I would have to probably say say Wimbledon, but you know, the Olympics. I just I'd love being part of that. It's been you know some of the best experiences of my my whole career being part of the British team, and you know when I got to carry the flag out in in Rio was yeah it was amazing amazing moment. Um, you know I, I love sport so get the chance to do that um, for your country was was really special um, so yeah, I mean I don't know if both of them are special I wouldn't want to necessarily pick one or put one of the others down um, I love I've loved my experiences in, in both Andy since you said you won't be playing uh, probably playing past the summer do you foresee playing Roland Garros maybe for one last time this year uh, probably yeah um, you know, last few years I've tried to give myself maybe better preparation for the grass season, um, but that also doesn't necessarily doesn't guarantee that you're going to <laughs> going to play really well on the grass. I've had experiences through my career where you know I didn't play the French Open in 2013 and I won Wimbledon, but um, I also played the French Open and did really well in 2016 and. I don't think it makes a huge difference if you get an extra week's practice or so on, on the grass. Um, so yeah, I would like to play play one more time. Now. All right. Well, thank you. Professor, you said Roland Garros this year. Would it also be because the Olympics is is going to be played on uh, played played there, and maybe like a preparation or something that you played? Is that no, I just I I I like the tournament. I like playing at Roland Garros. I mean, obviously, yeah. If you want to do well at the the Olympics, you you're probably going to have to, you know, play some tournaments and get matches in on on the clay. Um, but it's um, yeah. Even if the Olympics was not after Wimbledon, I would still still want to play it. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.